Hey guys, welcome back to the Whitetail Theories podcast. We have the Deer Camp Tour edition, and we got our local John Nalls here. We got Zach Newman and Kyle. Kyle, what's your last name? Carcass. Carcass. Yeah. Carcass? Carcass, same. I was like, like a deer carcass? Yeah, <laughs> that's what most deer? people would say to me. Well, that's, that's what we're here to talk about tonight. So, um, you guys, well, let's kick this off, John. You're hosting these guys, and uh, tell us about how your week's going, what, what the plan is, and fill us in. Uh, they come down on Sunday, and we rode around spotting because they can't spot in Maine. It's illegal, and uh, I've seen some good buck, and I said to Zach, so we're going to hunt, you know, the mountain. You know, right off the edge of this big cut, you know, I've had a lot of luck in there, you know, over the years. That's where I killed my buck at this year. Uh, and we went in there, and what we saw, doe in the morning. Yeah, saw a tail and a doe. Yeah, and a doe. And yesterday morning, we uh, we had two bucks come by us within 30 yards and just couldn't make it happen. And we've been just hunting transitions right now trying to catch one of them bucks cruising i think i don't know everything's a week later this year it seems so you got you guys are hunting public land yeah that's where we're hunting by farm at night okay all right well that's what last night we were going to try to get together do the pod you said you're hunting the farm so yeah so you're doing the public you run running into any other hunters uh, there was someone parked there yesterday right. and this morning when i dropped zach off i think he's hunting the other side of the road like a big big old cut probably probably like a 10 year old cut Okay. Have we been in them? I mean, the signs there, just trying to get one to cooperate. We've been doing a little grunting, <clears throat> some cannon, and we grunted that buck in yesterday. Yeah. He made a scrape, probably 50 yards in front of us. And this is a nice two year old, six point, you know. When we get together, it don't matter what it is, if it's legal <laughs> or it's dead. Limited <laughs> time, right? I want to fill my freezer. <laughs> So, so what's what's Pennsylvania like compared to Maine? Oh, it's crazy, man. It's a completely different story. Like uh, I was telling these guys, I haven't had much time to bow hunt this year, but I went, uh, I think, four sets so far, and I haven't seen anything yet. There's signs there. They're cruising bedding areas already, but it seems like they're still later on. Like, uh seems like they're still kind of like the midnight, one o'clock, and then you'll see them like four or five in the morning still cruising, but... I actually had a camera uh, go off at 10.36 today, really eight-pointer cruising. I bought my stand back over. At home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. That's how it works. So, like, is it just the density of deer or less, or their territory is bigger, or what do you think the difference is? Uh, our woods are so thick compared to your guys's. Like, you couldn't walk in in the dark and not know where you're going and just put a, like, a stand up real quick. You'd you'd look around at daylight and you'd be like, wow, there's no shooting lanes anywhere. It's really? Just like, yeah. yeah, so thick. Okay. And I mean, if you go to somewhere where there's cut, like I have a nice cut and there's like fresh beach and that's coming like a two year old cut, you can get some nice ones on the mountain and stuff. That's, that's where I'm keen on right now. It's like the acorns on the ridge. They're not hitting the apples too hard right now. It doesn't seem like, and like John said, it seems like we came here a week prior to this last year and it seemed like the, the smaller bucks were cruising the does and they were pushing them around. And I mean, we haven't really seen too much as far as like chasing right now. So we're getting this nice cold weather coming in. So I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to start kicking in soon. Yeah, I would have thought, I mean, it was beautiful this morning. What was yeah. the temperature this morning below freezing? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. frost on the grass as we were walking yeah. out. I was like, this would be a good morning. They're going to be running. Is that cold for you guys? Nah. No. Yeah, you guys are used to this. I remember, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember once my dad and I were pulling up to go sit and it was negative like seven in May. Oh, and I'm man. like, I'm like, 10 years old I'm like dad do we really have to go out there he's like oh yeah he goes there's guys coming we gotta get in the, <laughs> get on the road so 
froze their butts off, but... Yeah, I mean, how many deer did you see this week already? I've seen nine. Nine deer. Is that, is that good compared to what you used yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, I was telling them guys, last year, we, I think I saw eight or nine bucks in the week, and I said, I wouldn't even see this in a whole year back in I was going to say, we is that right? Yeah. yeah. The turkeys, we need to get up there, turkey hunting. There's a lot of turkeys. There are a lot of turkeys. Okay. I don't know how you hunt them in the fields, I guess, because like he said, when I shot my bear, it only went from here to, you know, maybe the back wall of your parking lot. Yeah. I've never seen it fall, and their woods is thick. Wow. It is super thick. It's different. It'd be a challenge to go up there and, you know, mobile setup, hang and hunt. And say most of my life I've always hunted cuts, like fresh cuts or two-year cuts or twitch trails, old four-wheeler trails, like, because that's the only lanes you get because once okay. you're in the woods, you're just right. covered. You can't see. And do the, do the deer seem to like to travel on those cuts and, and track? Yeah. yeah, they like to eat off all the fresh stuff growing up after cuts and trees and yep. everything's all, those little fresh shoots coming up basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What do you guys know what the density is per mile up there? I looked it up one time. I don't. I don't we were in. This. We were in Jackman. We went. My buddy wanted to hunt years ago. He's like, you want to go along? I was like, yeah, sure. They told us they had one deer per square mile. Yeah, that's what I thought that's I heard more before. Than yeah, yeah. But the bigger the land, the harder it is because there's when you go north, you get into yeah, like <laughs> areas up, where you don't even. You get up there around Zach's, like on Route Nine. You come down like this big hill, and you can look from here to the gap and it's nothing but trees there's no yeah. roads not no like what we're used to yeah. yeah so it makes them really tough to pattern yeah the yeah. first year i come down here we had these open oaks i'm like wow this is just exactly what i'd want to hunt in every day <laughs> you don't see like soybean fields up there or corn no. or nothing like, some of the best hunting is in the winter like when snow is fall you can track and be in pretty yeah. easily in the snow yeah it's yeah. huge for us because we can actually see where they're running through the woods but you can see the lanes there and obviously hunt season but Snow makes it a lot easier. You guys put the flannels on? The old, the oh, yeah. Do it. yeah. I got my dad's hand-me-down, actually, from, like, 1980. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been looking for a 7600. If anybody out there listening has one for sale, because he's like, you need to come up, track one in the snow. You it know? would be, yeah. It's a fun time. That's, like, a main tradition, is like, yeah. tracking in the snow. Like Shoot one two miles back. I was like, dude. I'm not built to drive. Which is the, the Benoit brothers, the, the famous yeah, ones. and then there's a Hal Blood. Hal Blood, yeah. yeah. He's got a good book out. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's And it's really interesting, like, reading the tracks and being able to tell how close yeah, they are. Exactly. You can tell when they're speeding up, slowing down. Yeah. Looking for if they're browsing oh, and stuff. Yeah. It was like a you can see when they get real low, too, like in a crouch position. Okay. Because their legs will lay down and you can see the pattern. Yeah. And then they stand up and start dropping. Okay. Yeah. Is that your favorite way to do that then in the late season or? Uh, I mean, I say if there's like a fresh snow, I'd say like, for instance, you wake up and there's like a fresh inch on the ground and it's like slowly snowing. Yeah. That's like the best time to go because you can kind of age the track, like exactly. gear across the road. All that's, there's no like old snow in there. So you just crossed. Yeah. Right? So get out of the truck and try to quietly go in there and yeah. find them. Yeah. Usually yeah. better yes, than just so. track. Yeah. You got to take it slow, obviously. You can just run. That's great. Zach, talk, talk about your, your uh, outfitting business a little bit. Yeah, so I got my guy's license. I think it was back in 2017. And I always said that I wanted to do it full time and never never pulled the trigger. I've been doing, I've been working full time as an electrician in the mill. And usually I'll take a week off to take John Bear hunting and have a couple other guys. And been slowly transitioning, trying to get out of the mill and trying to go full time and maybe have something to kick back on as well. But 
it's uh it seems like there's a lot of potential especially like with this service side when i joined it's just like there's so many people interested in hunt swaps and actually wanting to go hunting it it seems like it'd be pretty easy to fill your whole season up with clients and stuff and i've met a lot of people through service on like john for instance uh, i don't know Guys, we talk all the time, right? Yeah, every every week, text or talk or Snapchat. Or it's just crazy how we met through like you, really, basically. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah, I got a my dad's got a hunting camp right on the lake. Okay, and uh, it's a nice little log cabin. John stays there. He he likes it. It's, yeah. it's nice, quiet. There's a nice mountain right in front of you, right on the lake, and uh, probably guide out of that. So. So I was talking to Kyle. Kyle's a master electrician, yeah. and uh, nice. I was telling him I want to get my license and guide during the season, and then just do electrical just to fill the gaps. You be know, inside yeah. and yeah, that's my dad's an electrician. I'll tell you the trades; it's a good place to be. Yeah, it is. I, I wouldn't recommend going to college unless you really have like a, a game plan with it. Yes, yeah, so I went for a year and a half. Is that how long we were? That's actually how we met in college. Yeah, and I own my own electrical company back home. Good for you, man. So, yeah, stay pretty busy. That's awesome. That's that's wonderful. So what uh, what other what other hunting you guys do up there? Uh, it's a pretty big deal to moose hunt. It's a, it's a lottery though. Like yeah. non-residents, it's a pretty good chance of getting drawn. I'd say I don't know. I'd say in six years you'd probably get one. Is that right? Yeah. I, if I had to bet, it's almost as good as a resident. Like as far as like the ratio. Yeah. And uh, I love going moose hunting. It's so fun. I don't yeah. know if you guys have ever been on one. Uh-huh. But, uh, it's pretty. If you amazing. get drawn, it's like it's. Probably one of the better hunts you'll go on. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty aggressive in the season. Like, uh, just do a grunt or a cow call, you know, and you, you hear four or five bulls calling off the ridge at you. It's like, is that right? They're responsive. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's almost. It reminds me of turkey hunting almost. Yeah, it's just obviously not a gobbling as much, but yeah. How important is the scent, wind and stuff? Your scent with the moose. I mean, I. It's pretty important. They'll definitely win you for sure. Yeah. It's just like a deer. They'll go try to go downwind from you. And either that, if they're right in front of you, they're going to just come more or less out into the road or the cot where you're at. But right. No, it's same idea with deer and bear and everything else. The scent's pretty crucial. We were we were dealing with that when John was up. We, he was trying to hunt that double ear tag we found on camera for like three years. And just every time we'd go out, this wasn't the best wind. Yep. It always seems like when he comes up, the wind switches at 180, you know? <clears throat> yeah, we learned a couple tricks, you know. Vanilla, we got vanilla bath that vanilla you cook with. That was when I killed my I killed my bear last year. What? So you just cut, use cover scent then? Yeah, yeah. what they like. Yeah, yeah. So when I bait, I'll put five or ten gallons in every couple days, and I'll put like oh, wow. vanilla extract up in the trees and like maple spray. Yeah, I can't tell you everything. Yeah, I can't give you all the yeah, secrets. Right. 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 Secrets, but <laughs> now they get used to that smell, and it's actually pretty crucial. Like I always tell everyone. Like if someone complains like, oh, I'm not seeing a bear or something, but you have them on camera daily every day, it's like, right. there's got to be something different. Like we were telling him the first year they were chewing and stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe this tr- something's something's going wrong, you know? And we stopped and then he smoked his bear and Joe saw one too and he shot one. And uh, I don't know, they're they're quiet and they, yeah. they're sneaky and they're pretty, pretty smart. They're smart. They're a smart animal. Yeah. I forget what they said that their smelling was compared. It's way better than a deer. They said it's like 10,000 molecules better than a bloodhound what a bear could smell. That's crazy, I looked isn't into it? It. I looked, it was like he said, we get pictures the whole month of August. We get there and we're not seeing anything. It's like, yeah. it just don't make sense. 
Yeah, especially if they're circling downwind to check before they come in. And like you said, they're, they're so quiet. You know? like, he just a big animal. Yeah. Walk so quiet in the woods. You sit there yeah. and look over the bait, and there's a bear there. It's like, not like deer hunting. You hear him you know, coming. Yesterday, he's like, I hear a deer. I'm like, hmm. I just kind of flipped my ear up over my beanie. You know, I was like, all right, I can hear it. I'm looking, and I seen it. You know, I could see the hear it before I seen it, not bear. They just, yeah, this big black thing disappears out of the pines. Yeah. The black ghost. Yeah. <laughs> black ghost. You guys, uh, you guys getting the grouse hunting up there? Yeah, we, uh, we actually just went up to, we, did uh, trip, yeah. we do a yearly trip up north in Maine and okay. it's like two or three day trip with probably six or eight guys at this like remote camp. Yeah. And sure. uh, you got to either walk in or side by sides into camp. And last year, I think we shot like 30 or 40 birds in a matter of a couple of days. This year, it seemed like it was, a, it wasn't as dense as the birds for some reason, usually it's wicked hot up there and everyone goes to North Maine to, you know, bear hunt, but it was kind of quiet. Yeah, I think everything's a little late this year. Yeah, I, I went first weekend and I saw three uh, three partridge and that was it. And usually you see them all on the roads every day, like just riding along. Yeah, it, it was not good this year so far, but something really cool about that camp that he was talking about is I don't know what the lake is or pond, but it's the only camp on the pond. And the year before, we had to take a boat out to it. And it's just a, a wonderful time. And it's, yeah. There's not much service. Exactly. It's no man's land yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Dude, it, there's nothing like unplugging. That's some of my camp. Yeah, there's exactly. And I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I was like, man, I was like, I don't know if it's just a lack of like Wi-Fi or cell reception or what, but like I sleep so much deeper, oh, yeah. you know, it's just less road noise it's or peaceful. what. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think everybody needs to experience that sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> it's great up there. I mean, there's nothing there. It's not like what we're used to. We can go five minutes we could be sitting you know gas station and, oh yeah exactly you know, yeah kyle fun. lives down more in the yeah i live southern in southern area. main area like durham auburn area that's where i grew up and zach grew up in that's awesome i've been up when you said jackman i've been up there so and yeah, so i don't know a whole lot about maine but it's pretty country yeah, yeah. that's where i fly fish a lot actually okay. every summer jackman that's where i go yeah yeah it's beautiful that there. river looks like it'd be awesome in the in the actually summer, oh, the too. Yeah, yeah, that's what you follow. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the Jack yeah. and West Forks. They do whitewater rafting there too. Yeah, yeah. I saw the place. I actually rented the sled up there, and and I saw how they do that in the summer. Yeah, it's so it's like I gotta do that. You should get side by sides in the you summer. You can, yeah. Oh yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff. They have they have them lined right up and started and ready for you. So, are you familiar with the place that shoot the the coyotes and have them hanging up in front of the their lodge? Right in Jackman. It's outside of town. I forget. I got a picture off to dig it up and show you guys, but like, I imagine because it's so cold in the winter, like as a shoe and they just hang them and they, they call it a wind chime. There's like chains and they're like, oh, oh, really? there's really? there. yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll dig the picture up for you guys at some point. But yeah, I mean, that's it's a, a pretty state. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about, like I noticed the terrain, it's a lot flatter up, yeah. in, up in Maine. And, you know, as, as PA boys, we always think of like the, the woods and stuff with the mountains. Um, are you are you guys, did you get to hunt some of the hillsides and, and, and let them experience thermals and, and yeah, that? Yeah, the first year I said to Zach, I said, hey, you know, we're going to get up early. We're going to go on a little walk. And he said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know some of the spots I hunt, you know, yep. from being friends and texting and stuff. And we we left pretty early. And it was like 297 from the truck. We had to walk and we're walking and walking. And he's like, are we there yet? And I was like, no, we just got a little bit to go yet. Yeah, don't accent, you know. Just, just stringing them along. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they got to experience that. And 
I think we hunted the first year. We hunted the mountains hard. Yeah, the first we did more of a mobile setup the first year we came. Yeah. Just running guns. Yeah, I took them to the farm and spoiled them. Zach seen a buck. Riley yeah. seen a buck. You know, it's, it's totally different hunting out there compared to hunting yeah. at home. Yeah. You know, we try to catch them coming, you know, out of the fields in the mornings, you know, hunting the mountains or hunting saddles, benches, you know, acorns, you know, where there is nuts and stuff. And there's a couple of swamps in the mountains if you can, you know, get back. And then you go out to the farm and it's like rolling hills, yeah. fields everywhere. It's yeah. kind, of, kind of reminds you of Iowa, you know, you don't want to push too hard in the woods or you blow them all out. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's even the same sometimes in the, in the mountains, like when they're not chasing, but I think you guys should time it pretty good. And like you said, if you can sit up on the saddles or, yeah. you know, ridges, these buck and you guys don't get the experience, but like, you know, in the, in the morning when the thermals start pushing up, they'll cruise those ridges and they can smell everything that's bedded down below. And you want to use that to your advantage and, 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 and find those pinch point saddles. Yeah. We were hunting on the top of a, a draw. There was nice field in front of us we were seeing a pretty big buck the past couple of nights so i said oh, i'll try to shoot him and uh we sat up above that and there was a nice draw below us who just couldn't couldn't capitalize he was with a doe right now so it looks like he's pretty yeah. looks like he's hugging him pretty tight to be honest but yeah, yeah. those two bucks we had the other day i mean the spike horn didn't really want to do much but that little six point i had he's made a couple scrapes like you said earlier but I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. I think the next couple of days is going to start kicking on. Like last night, that, that frost, I think I got a moving. Got yeah. How long, how long do you guys have yet? Um, we have till Sunday to get it done. Okay. Kyle's tagged out. I don't really I want to keep him sitting around night. all week. So. Yeah. We're going to hammer hard the next couple of days. Yeah. We're, we're going to push into some public tomorrow. I think I, I sent you the picture last year. I know I sent you every year in Stony Mountain. There's like, they call it Stony Mountain because it's rocky and Every year, if it snows, I can take you there and show you a buck bed in the rocks. I mean, from you to Zach across the table, it's like I, I had cameras in there. I mean, I had some good buck in there, but we're definitely going to try to get in there. I'll drop my pin and be like, all right, you know, I'm the guy now. Go ahead. Go up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, it is a, it's a pretty hard spot to approach being real open around it. Yeah. It's, it's an old cut. It's probably five, six years old. You yeah. Know, you know, get in them skitter roads. I mean, I went in this summer with a sickle and kind of hacked it, you know, get a trail going. We, they don't pick up your scent, you know, easy access, get in there quiet. Yeah. You know, you listen to a lot of like the DeQuistos, they're all about your approach in the morning. And That's stuff, it. And especially your hanging hunts and yep. a lot of them bigger name guys, they always say approach is number one. Well, I mean, if you blow them out on the way in and you sit yeah. there and then you wonder why you don't see nothing, yeah. not that they're not there, so you yeah. bump them out. Yeah. So did did you get Darren to cough up an e bike to to help these guys out? <laughs> uh, he said something to him about he's he said he put in for a permit because of you know his situation. So yeah, I was like, well, you're going to give it to me, and he's like, well, it's a little hard for you to explain your five eight. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 yeah, they were checking it out, and they checked out my you know my lone wolf custom one point and yeah, just hanging out at night. So and that's a big thing for them. Like they're so blown away that you can spot. Yeah, you, can, you yeah. can't even shine your head. Why don't you explain what spotting is? Because some people are. What, what is that? You know? Yeah, that's uh, true. You they're thinking about like your, a vortex optics or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you drive around in your truck with a big, you know, thousand lumen or ten thousand lumen spotlight, like a bright light, and you shine the fields. You know, we shine. You know, drive down the road real slow, shine those spots. You know where deer cross. And, that's another you know advantage we have compared to you know like them. It's a it's a huge Spot advantage. See him in but, you know, an area. Yeah, that, yeah. You know he's there. We've seen him locked down. I wouldn't say he's locked no. down. Though she might be getting ready to come in, and he's 
he, he was going everywhere she was and he was bedded with her when we came back yeah but like he said say you're spotlighting like not too far after dark or whatever and I mean, they can't be too far off that yeah that feel, feel you know yeah right I mean, you can, somewhere you know as a, as a kid like it's just a pastime you know like grandpa like or my dad or whoever like hey you want to go spot for deer and it's just something you did yeah. but now as an adult and like an avid bow hunter it's like you can you can use yeah. that to your advantage but you know there's a couple rules you can only do it till 11 o'clock at night yeah. you, you can't now they did make it so like if you're a concealed carry person you can you can have your like pistol but you, you can't have a rifle in your truck because they don't you know obviously they're coaching yeah. and stuff but I, I can tell you from experience though, like the mature bucks, they tend to be places that you can't spot them because they get harassed. You know, if they're out in the field a couple nights and people are spotting them, yeah. drives them nuts, they disappear. <laughs> yeah. But but it's it's another it's another really good tactic and, and tool. And it's just but for us, it's just normal. Yeah. Everybody oh, else, yeah. it's, it's wild. It's wild to us, yeah. Because you get you get in a lot of trouble real quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know, on the other side of that coin is we can't hunt Sundays so yeah. <laughs> we hunt three of them now well that's true they're, they're getting real yeah, real generous you guys can't we can't either oh you guys can't no, hunt Sundays can't. no okay at all, yeah. I think there's only a few states like that's what I was telling like, somebody yeah. it's like there's a couple so you guys are one of those states yeah we are it's oh, all yeah. the east coast though it's yeah crazy. yeah and that's when all the bucks come out every yeah. time we get done Saturday <laughs> and we wake up for breakfast someday and there's a big box sitting out there yep. it just knows better I know I know last year every Sunday I come home from camp and it was the nicest day of the week it was like yeah, it was right. like today was the day to, yeah. to be out in the woods but this you guys have a, I think you guys have good good weather for the rest of the week yeah we got some game plans for a farm well let's uh let's talk about so we were supposed to do the podcast last night and, and you said we're gonna do it unless we're dragging and <laughs> we didn't do the podcast last night so you want, want to talk about how what unfolded last night yeah I, I mean I killed my buck early so I uh uh, I was just sitting in a stand, you know, watching, see what's going on, and uh, put Zach in the bottom, made him walk up the hill. You know, he had to earn it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a big hill. I uh, put Kyle in the island. It's a little group of trees in the middle, and we were sitting there, and I don't know, it was pretty early. It was like 5 o'clock. I just looked over my left shoulder, and I'm like, man, there's a deer. And I grabbed my binoculars. I'm looking, and I'm like, I can't even see Kyle in that stand. Did he get the wrong stand? <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it. I mean, it's right in front of him. It's going right to this scrape, and I'm watching my binos and watching it. He's probably like, I think he's like 200 yards from me. I'm like, what the hell's going on? This deer's got to be right in front of him. Like, should I text him? And next thing you know, he texts me or Snapchat me a video of a doe, and I'm like, oh. Of course, the only year he doesn't get a doe tag. Yeah. Now, watching, I'm like, man, what the hell's Kyle doing? You know, the deer's got to be right in front of him. And I just put my binoculars down. And I see that lighted knock go flying. I'm like, yo, I'm waiting for him to call me because I, he killed his first buck with a bow ever Gosh. last year. He no, called me, and I wish I could have recorded that <laughs> phone conversation because it was awesome. Yeah. I think I blacked out after I shot. I had so much <laughs> adrenaline running through my body. So he couldn't really speak too clear. Uh, he was speaking, but it was like screaming. And <laughs> oh, I was just <laughs> wound up. Yeah, I was going like, a thousand miles. You're standing, yeah. don't fall yeah. out. And, uh, and he finally texted me, just, just shot a buck. I think I double lunged him, hit him a little high. So I was yeah. like, call me. He called me in the meantime, he's still sending Snapchats of these does at the bottom. I'm like, it's just a matter of time for, you know, a legal buck comes out for him. And I called him, like, what's going on? I was like, dude, I just watched that through my binos. And he's yeah, like, no. so cool. Yeah, yeah. And a long ways away, too. Yeah, he's like, I, I heard him crash. He's like, I think I might have hit him a little high. And I was like, I just got him a pack of drones. So I was like, ah, you'll be all right. You know, that's a pretty big cut. And uh, 
So I'm sitting there and he texts me. He's like, here comes a deer right behind. And I looked and here come a little spike. And he, he made it past me. And I'm sitting there waiting. I was texting him. I was like, hey, don't say nothing to Zach. I was like, well, you know, just having a surprise. And you know, we got one down and waiting for him, waiting for him. I'm waiting. I'm like, come on. And we, Darren has a cell camera in the bottom field. And I'm like, so we, me and him met up and found his arrow. And there's blood everywhere. Shot like jackhammer. Yeah, I switched broadheads. Oh, that ain't drone. Yeah. Well, I, I was looking at him like, you know what? Last year I did so well with the jackhammer, like I might as well stick oh, yeah. to it. So I put it back on. And yeah. So we we went right and out. waited for Zach, and he comes walking up the hill, and he breathes a little heavy. He's like, "What the hell are you doing here, Kyle?" He's like, "Well, I got bad news." And Zach's like, "What?" He's like, "I missed a big one." He's like, "No." He's like, "Come on." And then finally we told him what was going on, and we all went over together and tracked it, and it was what. Six point? Yeah, six point. He, did, he didn't make he didn't go far. I mean he did hit a little high quarter and two, but then big cuts and then lost Jack. Oh yeah. Him. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good experience. That's yeah. great. He went what sixty yards, fifty. Yeah. And we just drug him to the field and went and got my parents side by side. It's, that's kinda nice on yeah. oh, oh, the spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did get spoiled. spoiled. We're definitely getting spoiled. Usually I just text my mom, Hey I shot one, I'm here, come get me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the first year I was here, he was making me go miles up this hill with my climber. Actually, I had like a 30-pound climber at the time. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't upgrade to the lone wolf the last year, but <laughs> rolling miles up this hill for a week. And then finally, I was like, yeah, let's go to the farm at the end of the week. And we get there, I'm like, wow, this this is the farm. This is beautiful. I'm like, where, where was this all week, you know? Yeah, you had to make them earn it. You yeah. think, think it's easy to come down here and think it's, you know, it's not, you know. Yeah. We both grew up hunting here yep. at the same age. It's, it's not easy. I mean, sure, it's easier than what? Maine is, but I think one of the craziest experiences I've ever witnessed was last year when Zach had shot his buck the last day. Yeah, me and John were sitting in a hay or the cornfield. Corn yeah, and with the stick bow. Yeah, I was gonna say you can tell the story if you want. Yeah, well, Kyle shot his buck the first night last year, yeah. and yeah. I killed my buck like the first Wednesday of the season. So I was playing guide again last year, and. I was like, you know what? I said, we're going to put Zach in the same stand Kyle was in. He said, well, I'm going to drag my pure white tail around. He swears by that yeah, style. Yeah, He'd sell his kid for some probably. <laughs> <laughs> so he makes his drag. Me and Kyle are sitting there. We're laughing. I was like, dude, we ain't going to see nothing. I was like, we're on the ground in the corn, you know, right on the, the pinch of the corn. I was like, dude, if we see a deer tonight, it's going to be a miracle. I had my recurve. He was filming. Well, he texted me, just missed a buck. I'm like, oh last night you know last hour i'm like well maybe he'll come back you know you never know next thing you know i look down my phone zach i'm like what you? just hit a buck i'm like oh me and him <laughs> yeah. were like, all right you, you know, was fist bumping in the corner yeah, yeah. All excited. All yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting there and he's like i think i hit it a little high i'm like oh. i was like yeah you'll, you'll be all right so we'll just give it time so me and him are sitting there in the corner laughing high five and taking pictures and uh I just happened to look through the corn. I was like, dude, here comes a buck. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah. I, was like, well, I already shot a buck. You shot a buck. So let's just sit here and watch how this plays out. This deer comes walking out. I'm looking. I'm thinking, man, there's something wrong with this deer. So I threw up my binos, you know. Sure enough, there's a hole right no there. Way, right his exit side. No way. Like, man, you got to. I was like, dude, that's Zach's buck. Look. And he's like. Oh my god, dude, it's got a hole in it. I'm like, and you can see him, he wasn't doing good. Like he's kind of like hunched over, his tail's flickering. I'm like, oh man. I was like, he's gonna go down, you know, we're gonna have to get out of here, give him time, you know. And he went down to this, like there's a road the whole way around the farm. He got down off this little road and went in this 
property. You know, I have permission from the neighbor to bow hunt. I can't gun hunt it, but and uh, yeah, so how far away did that go? That was just like two or three hundred yards. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he went to halfway around the farm. So we all met up at the farm later, or up at the house, and. I was like, well, you know, I called Brad from Wasp. I was like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Here's screenshots of the video. He yeah, got. it was wild just to see him. Like he said he hit it a little high. You know, I said maybe he missed the spine and caught that opposite lung. And what did you, you shot that butt with a jackknife? I think it was a fixed blade. It was a Wasp fix. I think it was a drone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Either way, it was pretty wild to see that deer walking and just pour blood yeah. pouring out right he, behind his armpit. It looked like a perfect shot. Yeah. I think you I just kept walking. It just shows you how resilient they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah, last year he had corn, standing corn still, and the year before it was soybean, so the year, or the last year. I did that pure whitetail drag with that peak estrus. Yeah. It was perfect time last year, and there was a scrape. Walked by the scrape, poured some pee out on the ground. And yeah, I mean, there's the picture. That's the exit. Oh, yeah. So we all got on it, and he didn't go... 40 yards inside. Yeah. yeah, inside the wood. Yeah, and we, and we found him. That was his first buck with a bow. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so both of you got your first bucks. Last year. Yeah, that bow was last, last year. year. That's I got awesome. first, first days, I got last day. Yeah, I hope you'll make this last year. year I'm already second day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we so, see stuff, go down to Wasp, see Brad and Fred. And yeah, them, I saw a Snapchat, I recognized the blondes. I was like, you're at Cabela's yesterday. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good, good. Yeah, we, we went there. Are you guys filming it all this week? I have my uh, Tacticam on yeah. my stabilizer. Yeah. Yeah, I have my, I have my camera with my Canon. Yeah, so I want you to call run to the camera. Yeah. 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 Occupied. It was a blast last year. You might see some cool stuff, man, this time of year. It's yeah. stuff can, you know, all kinds of stuff. We have to get really crafty at the end of the week. We might do like a double hanging hunt, just like mobile. Bring yeah, two stands have a in. decoy. We can try that. I mean, we're going to have to do something to get on first legal buck we can see. I used that jag yesterday, two or two days ago, in through that field when I walked to the stand and those two does come right up to it and they smelled the whole trail right to me basically. Yeah. Definitely catches their attention. I mean, you guys have tonight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, you'll get sure. on something. You got any, do you wanna talk any tactics or strategies? Uh, tonight he's gonna hunt where Kyle shot his buck last yeah. night, and like the neighbor has sorghum, and he lets me shed hunt it, but he won't let me hunt it. So we're gonna run a drag down through there, then kind of like go around the property and come back to where he's gonna be sitting. Yeah. You know, if any bucks come, you know, cruise. There's always scrapes along that. Every year I can take it and show yeah. it. Next yeah. week there's gonna be scrapes right here. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's rubs. There's big rubs at the farm this year, and. Uh, we were going to get Kyle's buck last night. We were driving around on side by side. We seen that big one. I think I sent you pictures of him. He's probably high 150s, big yeah. head with split brows. And I don't know what we'll do tomorrow morning. We might go up there to that buck bed. I got the lone wolf. So you're kind of keeping the farm for the evenings? And, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it hard to approach in the morning? Yeah, well, most of the deer are usually bedded down in the field. Yeah, you pull them out when yeah. you walk in. Yeah. Usually when it's corn, like it was last year, I'd yeah, just sneak in it. It's crazy. Yeah, I hunt, you know, some mornings I hunt it, but... Yeah, when I shot that buck last year, my buddy texted me. I showed him a picture. He's like, "Yeah, do a buck run or something. What are you doing? I was like, whatever, I'll try it. Grunted, that buck walked out. Then another buck walked out. Just blind, another, just threatened blind. Yeah, three yeah. bucks walked right out of the corn. I'm like, I would have never would have saw them. They're right in front of me in the corn. It's yeah. crazy. I think they feel pretty comfortable in there. What, what decoy are you running? I think I have an old Primos. Okay, like a, full body, a full body. Yeah. yeah. 
So what should, how do you how do you set that up when you use that? I probably set it up as a dough. Because like where I was sitting last night, there's three scrapes, and yeah. uh, we put some stuff in it. I urinated in one, and we had a bunch of pictures last night. So I'd probably put her of you, know, of you urinating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd probably put her, you know, with her hind end facing, you know, Zach in the in the stand there, and I'd, I'd probably sit behind him, well and wolf. Right, drag some of that pure white tail along the perimeter right. and uh, put some on that decoy. Yeah. And they should circle down nah, yeah, towards they, you, yeah. yeah. There's a goat fence there, so it would push them up, you know, it's okay. kind of like a barrier. I mean, they do jump it, but. Yeah, so is that, that decoy would be pretty visible from a ways too? Oh yeah, I mean, it's pretty big. It looks like a full-sized deer. Yeah. I, I've used it before, you know, I had little bucks come into it. And, yeah, something I never really. I, I guess in terms of the, the layout of the terrain, is it is it a pretty visible yeah, area? Yeah. yeah, I mean you can see what I think it's like five hundred yards. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, get a doe. We pretty much had the whole perimeter set up. He was kind of in the center yesterday, and he could see where Kyle was and kind of where the deer would go before they hit to me. And yeah, the whole area pretty covered well. Yeah, I mean I think tonight with this wind and the pressures up. Which way is the wind tonight? I think it's a west northwest wind. Yeah, well, it makes sense. It's cold. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. I, I think it's going to be good. I, I got I, I got Snapchats. Uh, ben Light sent me a Snapchat. He was at work and a buck was just cruising the <laughs> timber edge. Um, I talked to a few people. They said the deer were moving. Yeah. 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 I, actually, this morning I talked to a patient and he said yesterday, he said he saw a lot more activity than, than this morning. So oh, yeah. it's it's happening right now. Yeah. My buddy buddy's out in Ohio right now. He said it. He said they're chasing. Really? So and it seems like it always goes Iowa to here. You know, yeah, it kind of works its way this way. Yeah. <clears throat> but you guys, you guys, see, you should see some deer. That'd be cool to get on one in the public then. Yeah. Yeah. So what what's uh, lone wolf setup you running? Uh, what is it's the assault two? I think it's an older one. Assault yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. I have the one point with the minis. Yeah, yeah. So you're running like a, a regular like the cast iron. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, is that cast? Yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. I was like the original one. Original one. Yeah, yeah. Cast. Yeah. Not custom gear. Yeah. yeah. What's I think. right? It's the assault two, whatever that yeah. one is. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what sticks are you running? Master. Yeah, it's yeah. the longer one. Yeah, it's the full length. Customs. No. Nah, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was Still up. fairly light compared to that thirty-pound climber, and then I usually have a bunch of ladder stands. I'm like running through the woods with the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, I, I think that you can only push the bar so far with the lightweight stuff. Yeah. You know, they're trying to play with carbon and different things, and you gotta. I mean, you imagine one of those like snaps, or yeah, it's kind of kind of spooky, but you can't beat the lone wolf, man. No. Any, you know, whether it's lone wolf custom gear, XOP. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I like awesome. it just because like. I do a lot of like say early October. I'm just more or less scouting, see what see what they're doing, see yeah. if I can find the buck and see what he's up to. And you'll notice you need to move the stand 100 yards. It's such a, I mean, it's a pain to move a big double ladder or single. Just that mobile setup. Just oh yeah, yeah. he's the one. John's the one that kind of got me on him. Same. He had me buy an XOP. Yeah. No, I, I like I like having like we're gonna go to Missouri in the morning and we have you know on, on the property we got ladder stands and. Uh, we even put a couple tripods up, which yeah. I think those are underrated. Tripod, you can brush into the edge of a field yeah. where like the, the tree wouldn't support your weight, you know, because on the edge and you can brush in. I'm looking forward to doing that, but you know, you have all these different spots, but 
uh, on the on that back wall at ten point that I shot. I did a hang and bang really? day three rifle. Yeah, and, and I I took two sticks and I actually I wanted to be comfy. It was my last morning. I knew I'd like drive home, you know. And I hung up and it was cumbersome, but I didn't have a. I only had like a quarter mile to go in or half a mile to go in across the field and stuff with a millennium stand. Yeah. So I put yeah. the bracket and then I, I, I dropped that in. But, you know, I, I do believe that there's, there's ladders. There's like this time of year in the cruising, you can get in there. But if you overhunt it, then they start to pattern that and work yeah. around you. So that's where the mobile thing's really nice. Yeah. Well, like in Maine, how it's so thick, we'll have we'll have a stand already cut out of the tree, yeah. like the limbs and stuff. We'll just go hang into that tree, and then when we're done, we'll just take it out usually, so they don't get used to the stand. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. And a lot of people are like, you know, I want to let the deer get used to the stand. Yeah. Well, they'll still we'll notice the stand though, right? And then yeah. if they pick you off one time, the next time they're going to come right back and look they're looking up in that stand. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, you see that a lot. PA public land, you'll see deer come up to them cuts. They'll stop and look at them ladder stands and kind yeah. of go right around them. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, let's let's just talk a little bit about your deer because that was on the ground. Yeah. So I uh, I had a cell cam set up in an area on an old skitter road, and I'm getting pictures. I'm getting pictures. I'm checking on X hunt stand, hunt wise. They're all saying different winds. I'm like. Man, I kept getting a picture of this. He's a good buck. He's probably 130 for PA. That's awesome. And uh, so finally, all my apps were saying I was going to have an east wind. I was like, if I have an east wind, I'll go in there and kill him. So I was like, man, I got to think about how I'm going to get in there now. You know, because I can't come have him walk down my trail. Because, I mean, I've got away with it during the rut, having bucks walk down the same yeah, trail. Yeah, like, One time I put my arm to get a pine limb away from yep. me. And the buck stopped right there. He stood there for 20 minutes smelling that limb finally till he came. I killed him, but uh, yeah, so I went in there, I had a ghillie suit, I had boots on, I sprayed some uh, wet deer from Rick Lowe on my boots, and I'm looking around, I had my 1.0, I'm like, man, there's really no tree I can get in, there's no pin oaks, there's nothing with any kind of back cover, I'm 6'6", six, six. I'm gonna stick out in the tree. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm thinking, man, there's a big oak that fell down with a big Y, I was like, man, that's gotta be perfect. So I set up and, uh, I'm looking at my cell camera app. I'm looking I'm like, all right, you know, he's here about every day about five o'clock and he has like another 300 yards to go to the field. So as the night went on, I didn't see anything other than a squirrel. Probably about like 5.45, I hear something walking. I just kind of turned my head about 50 yards. I can see a buck on the upper skitter road. I seen that goofy side. I knew what buck he was. I sat out, watched him in the field all summer and I'm like, now what? He's walking away from me. I'm like, and he's a good deer. He's probably a three-year-old deer. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm looking around my bag. I have my uh, fourth arrow new, the phone arm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there, oh, there's a grunt call. I'm like, what else do I got to lose at this point? You know, it's getting <laughs> close. I just hit him with two grunts and I had my bow sitting there and I have an old iPhone on the fourth arrow one. I'm looking, it's still on. Three, four minutes, I'm like, well, I guess I blew that, you know, probably ain't gonna come now. And I just looked over, my phone shut off. I looked back up and here comes this buck with his ears pinned back, stiff-legged walking, all bristled up. I'm like, I reached down for my phone. I'm trying to turn it on. I can't get it on. I'm like, well, he's from here to the back corner. I'm like, I better do something, you know. I'm sitting on the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, he's coming. I'm like, well, it's now or never. <laughs> and I drew my bow and he, it just kept coming like he's you can see his eyes bulging out oh my he's god he's coming i'm like i look i knew i had a jackknife on i'm like hmm 
right here in his collarbone is going to be money. And I'm kind of shooting up at him. And he's now he's at like seven yards. I was like, well, I got to do something. I'm going to get enough <laughs> penetration. <laughs> Boom. I left it go. And I seen the knock hit him. And when he spun, I seen blood just pour oh my everywhere. Gosh. And he ran probably about like 30 yards and kind of looked back at me. And looked the other way and just went, boom, and face planted. I'm like, oh, oh that was awesome. I'm like, I got to call somebody. So I called <laughs> Zach and Kevin because I knew they'd come help drag. Because I was pretty far in. I was probably, I think I was like 910 yards from my truck in a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Kev was busy, but 05 shot, he came out of the left field and helped. I think he might have gutted it for me. I was like, can you gut it? I don't have a knife. Yeah, he, well, he came and got wings with me that night yeah, at the hotel, yeah. and he was all out of breath. I'm like, what's the matter, man? He's yeah. like, you know, I mean, I was still, up. the other day, I was sitting at home. I'm like, man, what the heck's on my knee? You know, there's like a mark. I pushed it, and I still got briars coming out. Oh. Yeah, I think it took us like an hour to get him out. Yeah. No, he was well over 200 pounds. I mean, it was just awesome. You know, he used a ghillie suit on the ground. Yeah, man. I was eye level with him. Well, kind of, when I shot him. So the ghillie probably must have helped. Yeah, I had to have so, yeah, yeah. you know, face mask. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, I got to get this bow drawn somehow. Mm -hmm. I just real slow drew it. And he just kept on coming, his ears pinned back, eyes all big. I'm like, oh, the deer's going to kill me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I had that. Well, and I, you guys probably get a chance to listen to it. We just dropped the podcast and, and I shot my buck. Um, on Saturday, but I was telling the story of two years ago where my cousin and I were on the ground and he had missed a, a 10 point and then we saw like 140 class, biggest buck I've ever seen at my camp, you know, on the on the hoof with a doe and I'm like, we're aggressively grunting at it, trying to pull it up and then I, I did a snort wheeze and he just wasn't having it and all of a sudden in the laurel, I hear something crash and it's a big mature buck, not as big as the other one. And he's coming right down. It was like the eyes bulging out. And I didn't know what to do. So I drew back. When I drew back, man, he jumped out of his skin. And he turned. And I, I like, I get buck fever really bad. And I just cut it and I had a jackhammer on. I just, I just, I just, I didn't know what I was aiming at. <laughs> so, so uh, on Saturday, I took Jeremy in because I, I knew I had hit a tree. And I never even went to the arrow because like, it was like way off the mark, you know. And I, I saw the lighted knock that night. And I was like, I'm just letting it go. So on Saturday, I took Jeremy to that spot. We did a calling sequence. And I was like, maybe they're in this laurel patch, you know, like they were two years ago, nothing happened. So we walked up and I'm like, I know this arrow's here. And then I'm looking, I don't see it. And then I looked lower and it caught like, the, you know, till it came down the bottom of this tree. And uh, that's all in the video we just dropped last night. It, but like the ground hunting thing, the, dude, that's one of the, have you guys caught a buck on the ground with the bow? Not with a bow. Yeah. A gun. It's totally yeah, different. Yeah, I was to say with a bow, it would be a lot more intense. Yeah. And, and, and a compound where you're drawing back, or, you know, sometimes you're using the trad stuff. Like, I mean, you know, even crossbow, I think it'd be a lot of fun, but that rush to pull back. And I, I finally got to do that. And, and, and I, I was after all this year. Yeah. I know? remember like one of the first times when, like, my old man was kind of a hard ass growing up, and he still is. Like, we had like some kind of old, like, loggy climber it oh, was yeah. totally unsafe he's like <laughs> and i was old enough to hunt by myself he's like so we get across this creek and he's like you're going left i was like where are you going and he's like well i'm going hunt by myself you're old enough to he's like i'm not gonna hold your hand the rest of your life he's like go down through there you find a scrape or a trail set up i was like all right so i'm walking down through kind of bummed out i'm like you know maybe you don't want to hunt with me anymore <laughs> and he's like don't kill anything you see i'm like yeah okay so I went and I found a deadfall. I couldn't find no trees, you know, I didn't have briars around them. And it was like around this time, 
And uh, I found a scrape. I'm like, all right. Well, I didn't check the wind or nothing. I had an old Jennings with aluminum arrows, yep. like 100 grain Thunderhead. I sat up in this deadfall and <clears throat> I remember it was getting dark, like the sun just set. I could hear something walking. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, usually my dad was with, he's like, hey, here comes a deer, get ready. Right. You know, I'm by myself. I don't know what to do. Right. I have a monocular that he broke off and gave to me. I'm sitting there, <laughs> I'm like, looking around i'm like well i don't see nothing next thing you know there's this buck in this scrape and i'm like looking at my stabilizer that has string on it to tell me which way the wind's blowing i'm like well i guess it's now or never they didn't have light and knocks when we were kids i drew the bow and i'm like that well, right there looks good i shot and the buck takes off i'm like well now what i don't have a cell phone i can't call oh. i can't call my dad <laughs> oh, um, finally i met up with him and he's like he has a light i'm walking up like this creek bank i'm like <laughs> Yo. I'm like, where in the hell is he? You know, I'm gonna get lost out here. Just shot a buck or shot at a buck. I didn't even know if I hit him. And yeah, that was just something like eye level. It's like shooting turkeys in the face, at like 10 yards. It's not like it. You know, something I'm definitely gonna take an approach to, you know, take the 1.0 in the ghillie suit. There's no trees, I'll make a spot. Yeah. And there's a lot of pines. Get it brushed into pine. You know, I always know. Absolutely. Do you guys ever, instead of using your sticks, do you ever just put your stand there just to sit kind of like more or less on the ground, but just use your stand? Or what I mean, do you, do you have like a, you carry like a tripod seat or something? Oh, uh, no, I just sat on the ground. Really? Like, cleared the spot like a scrape and sat in there. I mean, I was sitting on my foot and I like, had my bow up in front of me. I had a bow stand. Like, yeah, I totally sat on the ground. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I do have like a little stool, like an old turkey, but you probably couldn't really draw your bow in it. Definitely something I'm gonna do, you know, a lot more, especially with all these new cuts popping up and everything. And if there's not any kind of cover, you stand in a big oak. A lot, a lot of times I think you stick out and maybe deer won't run away, but it's sees you and they're just not gonna come past you. Yeah. And you don't, you don't even realize it, you know? Yeah. And once you've been around enough deer and you start to know their body language, you can pick up maybe, do they really see you or is it just coincidence? Yeah. But I mean, there's just a different dynamic when you're on the ground, but yeah, you know, I have uh, a Helinox seat where like yeah. they snap together yeah. and they make cheaper ones on Amazon now that are like the same idea. Yeah. Um, I have like an old school, actually I, I have my mom drop it off at an alteration place because it, it, the webbing ripped. There's an old L.L. Bean seat that just oh, scissors yeah, open with the old yeah. duck camo. And actually the, the taxidermy on the wall here that I was telling you guys about, that was this guy's like turkey chair <laughs> so like uh last year i actually was sitting on that i was rifle hunting and i wanted to watch this hollow so i didn't care what was behind me the, the thermals were pushing up so i was like i'm not gonna see anything so i put my back to the this little rock bluff i sat on that chair and when i saw the buck it got out i got on the ground and i used the chair as a gun oh, rest yeah. and yeah so like you know but um with uh with jeremy when we were still hunting and i ended up being on my feet and i snuck in on saturday but i took the off the, the 1.0 i took the uh the, that thick foam pad they got close close cell and real light then you can set it down keep your butt off the ground here yeah. um I, i've also used on the original lone wolf uh sit the the climber not the not the sit like just the one with the seat yeah i've used that for like saddle hunting for my feet and also just as a seat to sit on okay yeah. and that's real light you just put that that band around the tree oh yeah yeah 
Do you, do you have the climber or just the No, I just got the lone wolf, uh, custom two and or not custom two, no, the salt two. Yeah. yeah. That that lone wolf climber is real nice, but it's tricky because like if if you're going up a decent sized tree, yeah. you know, the, the base is wider. That's what I noticed. Tilting down. The first oh the first tree I ever went to, I think it was here. Yeah. Trying to go up this tree and the straps weren't long enough to go around the big oak. I'm like, oh yeah, we have that trees like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never thought of it that really. Yeah, Summit Summit makes a real nice climber for like for like Pennsylvania. Yeah. There's big timbers usually. I would like it. another climber, but back home I'd have to cut fifty limbs to put a yeah, climber. Exactly. That's yeah. why I don't have one. But down here, yeah. the the idea, honestly. But that's what it comes down to, though. Is like the the whole hunting industry, and I love it, but it's like. Everybody's out there trying to sell you something, yeah. you know, whether it's pure whitetail, they're, they're selling you something for scent and whether it works or doesn't work, you know, yeah. obviously you got to make it work your hunting style. So there's like, there's really good stuff out there, but they're all pushing an agenda. And the majority of archery hunting, they're, they're pushing the agenda of they're selling you a safety harness, a tree stand, something to screw <laughs> your stuff in because there's no money in saying, hey, go get this little chair off Amazon and you can sit on the ground yeah. or just sit on your butt. You know, there's there's no industry behind that. And that's why you don't hear people talk about it, but you go talk to an old timer, that's all they know, yeah. you know? The challenge though with archery is being able to draw back. And that's why like back before tree stands, the disadvantage, not a lot of guys archery hunting and the equipment sucked, yeah. you know? Like how good was your Jennings? What kind of groups did you shoot with that? Well, actually, I had to shoot a pie plate at 20 yards, and my dad wouldn't even let. Like my first year, I, I couldn't go archery hunting when I was 12, but I couldn't hit okay. three arrows in a paper plate. So you got dialed in. That's <laughs> awesome. But I mean, the bow was as big as me at 12 years old. Yeah, I don't even remember what it, if it was 60 pounds or. But them old Easton, what were they, XX75s? Like sometimes you shoot them and it just like do like a big spin at the end. <laughs> oh yeah, and then you get to look at it, oh, it's, it's bent. You know, you don't have bent arrows in carbon. Like, Dad, have I, have, I have a bent arrow. He's like, well, I guess you're having to cut some grass, get some new ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't buy me some. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's changed a lot in just the like 23 years I've been bow hunting. Well, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say like our generation, like we're the last to see, you know, we're, we're, the, we're the last to like grow up without a cell phone and then have a cell phone, yeah. internet and like, you know, uh, aluminum to carbon and just all these little changes like crossbows. They didn't, yeah. That wasn't a big thing when we were kids because if you were older or had a disability, you could use them now. Any, I mean, which I think it's good and I think it's bad. You know, I think for like kids or girls, I think it's a great idea, you know, someone I can't draw the yeah. proper weight and was like all the lead sleds and stuff. It's awesome. And we were talking the other day, his boy will be what, five, six next year? He'll be five in June. And yeah, so yeah. we were talking about taking him down the farm next year. Yeah, I just bought a crossbow and actually it's, it mounts on an AR lower. Is that right? Yeah, it's a PSC TAC-15. Wow. And, uh, I sighted and I got to put a scope on. I sighted in. Joseph's four years old, and Hayden's he just she just turned seven. Yeah, and they they both shot the deer in the heart at twenty yards. I said, "Wow, oh you gosh. guys are like ready." <laughs> that's we were awesome. Talking about bringing him down, let him get his first deer yeah. farm. Yeah, and I think that's good. But then there's guys like our age, which you know, if you're out there hunting, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, it just uh, part of archery is just the challenge, you know. It's like you can draw yeah. back and. So there's, there's just so many mixed things and like even myself, I haven't practiced the way I should have in um, this, this past year. And if, if you don't have a chance to do that, is, is it better to pick up a crossbow where you're giving the animal justice or yeah, is it exactly. make more time and, and, and just, you know, and do that. But 
I've shot deer with a crossbow and there's something about pulling back on deer, holding that weight yeah. back and feeling that and letting it go. Yeah. You, you just can't, I mean, and it just, what it really comes down to is what's your preference, you yeah. know? Because yeah. after a while, it's like, do you just want to kill a deer because you want to fill a tag or like, do you actually want to hunt and like, you know? Yeah, everyone's on a different level. Yeah, exactly. Person yeah. to person. Right? Shot a bunch of deer and you can't decide that for somebody, you know? So, you know, my way I look at it is like, if you're doing illegal and, and you like it, have, have fun, fun with it. it yeah you know exactly yeah I shoot, i've shot probably seven or eight bucks up in maine with a rifle like 100 200 yards yeah. away and then you come down here and you have this like nice buck coming in like <laughs> he's just like a 45 minute wait for him to come in at like 30 yards yeah. and it's just like wow my heart is pounding right now yeah. i have to draw this bow back it's like 20 degrees it's like wow this is yeah. crazy yeah one buck yesterday he stood over there for a long time and i just happened to see him come through this opening i said zach there's a deer I'm looking through my binos and it got to the point I got tired of looking through them. Like my eyes, I'm like, finally started walking. I was like, it has horns, that's a plus. And finally we realized it was Spike, but he, I bet he was there for over a half oh, hour. He was here before daylight too. Yeah, we were here. Solo. And it's different with a gun. And just the adrenaline rush yeah. itself. It's yeah, like amazing, this whole week, man. it's, you know, the hunt swap and everything. Like yeah. Kyle shot a six point last night. He would have Biggest thought deer it was a like 200 yeah. inch deer. That's you know, so awesome. Yeah. We don't care. It's, yeah. We got a week to do it. We got to get yeah. it done. I, see, yeah, I, I grew up just like eating it from my parents and my grandparents and all that. So I, I live off of it. So if my freezer goes empty, I'm upset. Yeah. So now I'm refilling it because I'm down to three packages for my buck last year. Yeah. So you better fill it up this year with all these damn shortages going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. country country boy will survive, right? We went to uh, that partridge camp a couple weekends ago. Yeah. Kyle brought some. Uh, what was it? Tenderloin or just regular steaks from? It was my PA. Yeah, it was PA. Yeah. yeah, in that cornfield last year. And the guys at camp are like, what kind of deer meat is that? That was yeah, the best I've never, ever had in my yeah. life. He's like, and what did you put on there? He's like, just salt and butter, butter. Yeah, just a like, couple slices of butter and salt and pepper. That's it. And watch them GMOs down, getting yeah. all fat and up. Yeah. <laughs> What's the main diet for, for whitetail up there? And, I'd and say bush? What do you guys call the bush up there? The That's bush. just Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close to the bush, I guess. It's usually acorns and uh, beech nut and apples. Like right now, I have apple trees right next to my house. And Are they wild apple trees? Or? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of like, oh, okay. like There's a couple orchards. I had old orchards. Yeah, so they still yeah, have apples yeah. producing. So it's like I have an orchard. A creek, and then there's a ridge with all acorns. So I usually just oh, keep it there, and I can kind of focus on which one they're actually eating at the same. Yeah. Like they're not eating apples right now; they're up in the ridge. Yeah. Maybe later in the season, the apples will freeze, and they'll start eating that. But it's kind of what you key on. Like, oh, this is a good apple year, is a good acorn year. That's yeah. The, which one am I having? And you can never go wrong with beach if you have beach. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the. I have trouble finding the beach up up camp. I don't know. We got a lot of acorns. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's acorns everywhere here. That's what makes it challenging because <laughs> yeah. they can just they can just meander around. You know, in Stony, you got water sources the whole length of for miles. Yeah, that's a good so, thing about where we're at. There's a lot of like green growth and stuff, a lot of softwood, and then you'll have like this acorn ridge right next to us. Like, well, obviously they're bedding here and they're cruising yeah. this, eating. So yeah, it does help a little bit. So you, you're gonna go game land tomorrow morning? Yeah, we'll probably go there, uh, Clark's Valley somewhere. Yeah. I got a couple spots. I was scouting, sending them pictures, you know. Kind of one of the nice things about shooting a buck early, you know, plan for next year. Don't ever stop. No, absolutely. The nice thing about this time of year, though, is that you get to sleep in a little bit because daylight savings. Yeah. yeah. What day is that? It's got to be Sunday. It's this week, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be real soon. Yeah. 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 The first year they were here, you come the second week, 
And we were getting up like four o'clock and hunting till dark and coming home and eating and showering. And, there's not much time to relax. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah. Hopefully, Zach should kill a buck tonight. When I think he out will. Yeah. yeah. Neighbor's property. We jumped and big deer which Kyle shot his we tracked it found it and we walked back to get the buggy up top and we jumped a nice deer right close to that stand yeah. after dark so yeah, then we, we seen that hammer in the in the middle of the field so yeah, the neighbors next to my parents they have 350 acres and they only rifle hunt he he said he don't care if I shed hunt but I seen him and he kind of gave me a hard time but he has the only acorns within miles and I've knocked on doors, hey, do you care really? shed hunt? And they're like, yeah, it's a lot of like a black wall. I guess most of it was old farm fields. Yeah. And they just kind of like, where I'm at, there's two big chunks of bu bush, whatever you want to call it, that's all it is, briars, mm -hmm. in between the two fields. They used to farm it, but they don't anymore, and they just left it go, and there ain't nothing other than soybeans for deer to eat, or if they have winter wheat or something. Do you guys, do you guys leave any crops up then when you harvest? For the deer? Uh, no. no. Usually, if he cuts these beans, he'll probably plant winter wheat or something right after it. But. Yeah, it's crazy. The whole farmland system down here. It's there's some spots in Maine where it's like farmland, but where I'm from, it's just all woods and like yeah, yeah. they had hay fields and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The only explanation for it is that it's thick. Right? Yeah. Try, but take, I'll, try taking your binoculars out and looking through like 50 yards. The reason, the reason you have binoculars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like I can't count the times I've had bucks come in at like 50 yards, still in the thick stuff. You know he's in there. He's making a scrape or like grunting. Yeah. Just can't see him. Can't get a shot, even so with the rifle. How effective are scents and stuff, using scents up there, honey? That's huge. It's huge, yeah. yeah. There's some things like... Well, obviously that pro white tail stuff. I yeah. started using that a couple of years ago and I've had the biggest bucks on camera just checking it out. And then awesome. I've tried other things that don't really work up in the northern region, it seems like, but it'd probably work out west. Yeah. Like you said, it's just all what uh whatever's your preference of what actually works. Try to get what works in your area. I've tried I over the years I've tried everything. Yeah. Black Widow, Lowe's, pure whitetail. I've been hunting the same spot for probably six or seven years now, and I finally, I think I figured it out. You ever heard that, the balloon, the balloon, uh, what they call it, the stray balloon method or something like that? You ever found a balloon in the woods? Yeah. It, they they claim that's where, where the wind and the thermals go, so I've, that's I've where we're bedding in that area. And I found yeah. two balloons this year on that ridge. I was like, yeah, a key in here, and sure enough, there's two nice bucks up there bedding every night. I think, yeah. I think it was a hunting beast that did that, Dan. Implant. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, and I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is yeah. or isn't to it. I mean, obviously, thermals are different. It makes sense for the helium to pull to the lowest spot. Yeah, but like, say you put a balloon callus, and it goes twenty miles in the air, and then somehow the thermals at night or whatever drop, and it goes right into this ridge. And yeah, I don't know. It's a good theory, anyways. Well, this is whitetail theory. Yeah, exactly. I love yeah. talking about. I'm gonna try that theory this year and let you guys know. Yeah. But I did put some cameras by that, and there's we just had one cruising at what 10:36 today. So yeah, me and uh, me and Zach were coon hunting the other night. We found two balloons. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "The dogs are treating us. I'm marking these spots. Shut up." <laughs> I had one. You were in there Monday morning. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's like a big opening in between some rocks. Yeah. Buck could definitely lay there with the wind in his back and watch everything in front of him. I mean, make makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You know, the military line, two-thirds of the way up the mountain. That's, yeah. that's something good to look at. If you can find that with the saddle, you know, and you have your food sources and you can find some yeah. sign and, and, and fresh scrapes or rubs, you know they're probably around there. 
yeah, I got like three ridges I hunt, and then it's usually a northwest wind, more or less, like 80% yeah. of the time. So obviously, they're going to focus on that wind primarily. Yeah. They'll have a bad wind. That's usually when I go in and hunt it. But yeah, that's where that balloon was too. <laughs> it would make sense if that was a northwest yeah. wind. That's great. Well, guys, we'll, we'll get this wrapped up here. Um, did you guys want to add anything about service size, this program? And, and no, uh, Justin sent me something the other day about doing a review, and I haven't, I haven't received it. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. we've been looking. It's like a family thing. It's, yeah. It's a good thing, you know. Yeah. I met Zach and Kyle. And bunch yeah, of if people. it wasn't for service size, none of this would be happening right that's now. Exactly. Yeah. I like it's, the it's theory. I like the app. I mean, that's a great thing. It's not all the political bullshit that's going on in the world or Susie and her 64 kid picture she's putting up. <laughs> it's, it's all hunting and fishing and yeah. like butchering. And it's just, a, it's just all around. It's a good thing for if you're an outdoorsman. Even if you're not a member, you know, to, to get the app because, you know, you can never stop learning. As right. I got older, I've learned can't you know i'm not saying i know everything but i could learn something from you or i could learn something from him or i could learn something from someone in missouri and yeah i think everyone should definitely check out the Serviceide app i said you know to a bunch of friends of mine you know download it yeah it's funny when i joined the field staff i just came across it online or something i said Serviceide field staff online I'm like, okay click on it and i read the whatever you'd call it the, description yeah the description it was like oh based on like that's not how big that animal is it's yeah. like all about the hunt and the tradition and all that stuff I'm like man that sounds right up my alley like this is so cool and then but all these people that are all this like i'm obsessed with hunting and yeah it seems like everyone here is pretty well obsessed with deer hunting and stuff I and mean, i don't have although all my other friends aren't as obsessed as we are and they right. just don't i don't know just, it's cool to meet other people that are just as obsessed as deer hunting or uh, hunting in general as you are learn tricks and yeah I also love how giving us memories we'll never forget. Yeah. Because great hunting trips. Which I kind of cool. Yeah. Like, oh. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's great. So I, I appreciate you guys coming down. And we finally got yeah, to the next time. Kyle's nice yeah, yeah. to meet you there. It's nice you. And I'm looking forward to doing some more stuff. We're going to try to put together a bash uh, this summer. We, yeah, we didn't do it the last two cool. with all the, the BS going on. But yeah. we'll make that happen. And yeah, but, you know, my goal is to connect more guys. And, and because we got to stick together, yeah. you know. So awesome. Well, uh, good luck to you guys. Thank you. You got to tag the throw. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to share a picture from, from your buck. And, yeah. and uh, you got a good guide here. So he puts a lot, a lot, a lot of hours in the, in the field. Hey, yeah, so you don't hunt with anyone. So I feel pretty lucky. Yeah. yeah. That's true. He's taking Especially when I go on that farm. <laughs> <laughs> Might take Jimmy to the farm this year. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll cut this off. We'll see you guys yeah. next week. Yeah.